Hi, you're about to listen to The Witch's Grim. Stories and education with a witchy twist. Brought to you by two witch best friends, Lacey and Lola. So pull up a broom, holster that wand, and get comfy, because we're about to get started. Uh, we're going to talk about the Granny Ripper today. And um, this is a serial killer, an elderly lady serial killer, who's obviously linked to the occult because everything we do is linked to the occult, what we talk about. And um, so we're going to just go through this. And then we're at the end, we're going to talk about whether or not we think that she was actually a witch or not. Uh, before we get into that, I do want to say do witches eat children? I, that seems to be like a common idea. Um, I, you know, we talked a little bit about the satanic panic episode, QAnon. There's some conspiracy theories about elitists all belonging to a satanic cult, eating children, drinking their blood, so on and so forth. Well, in this story we are sharing today, you might think so. And stay to listen to the whole story because at the end, there's an interesting twist that's relevant to this story. And before we get into that, I do want to give you guys a little bit of idea. So this serial killer is actually a Russian serial killer. And like I said, we want it to be linked to the occult. So I found a little bit of information online about occultism in Russia. So apparently occultism is hardcore in Russia, even though people would call themselves Orthodox Catholics. Um, they still go to the occult. So I found several articles that said that faith healers outnumber physicians in Russia, that the uh, healthcare system is so terrible in Russia and people are just afraid to go to the doctor that they would rather go to your local uh, faith healer. So this is a psychic witches, sorcerers and so forth mm -hmm. to get illness cured. Um, and Russia actually has a long history of occult belonging to even the government there. So um, in another episode, we may get into talking about occultists during the Cold War and during um, World War II and how Russia supposedly used occultists to try to help their cause. And there was a group of occultist activists who tried to kill Stalin by looking at a picture of him and they were found in the group and they were all executed. That's how seriously they take occultism there. And if you're Russian uh, or you're Slavic in some way, this is not meant to be disrespectful. If you'd like to correct us on Instagram, we would love to hear corrections. Do. This is all information we're trying to gather from what's available, uh, obviously on the internet via the United States and Germany. So it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be a little different. So the person we're talking about today is the Granny Ripper, also known as Tamara Samsonova. So very, very interesting lady, born in 1947 at the end of World War II. Uh, Russia was in a bad way, obviously. Things were not going very well. Uh, fast forward to her in her 20s, and she meets a guy. Uh, Lacey, did you read about what they said about her husband? Yeah, I did. And it's, uh, it's kind of weird how she wouldn't even call him a husband. She more like referred to him as, um, what did she say? She said, uh, he's really great. He's like a son to me. <laughs> Which is what, like this so is such weird. a weird thing. Um, there was another source online that said that, um, 
apparently he was short and he was red haired and he was dumb, very quiet. Yeah. Quiet and dumb. And, and there was people that said, apparently she treated him like a child. So like he got punished, but he wasn't allowed to come home. Yeah. She would like keep him from friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So like, if he got in trouble, if he did something wrong, then she would, she would send him to this park bench and he would have to stay there for hours. And if he was bad enough, he'd actually have to sleep there there. (laughs) before he was allowed to come home. And Tamara actually went to a psychiatrist, psychologist, one of the two, uh, in while she was married and her husband came along and I guess she developed a weird friendship from the, with the psychiatrist and he ended up coming to her apartment complex and like getting a book. So there's like some rumors, like some speculation that they were actually sleeping together. together. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting because, um, her husband disappeared and nobody knows where and she, she reported went. him missing. Yeah. So. And nobody, <laughs> nobody knows where he went. Um, but she had a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. So they, they shortly after they were married a few years into their marriage, I believe they ended up going to this area that eventually became the outskirts of St. Petersburg. And they started living in this apartment complex. And when she was finally found, when she was finally discovered as being this serial killer, essentially, um, she had been living there 40 freaking years, which I just find so crazy that somebody's living in an apartment complex for 40 years. I would expect them to move or like move around. Right. And it kind of seems to me that she did move around, but just within the units in that apartment complex, because, yeah, you know, uh, one of the people that she lived with, she was like her, their caregiver. Right. And so, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that she just kind of apartment hopped in a way. That yeah. Sounds so weird, <laughs> but everything about her is weird. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really interesting. So um, Tamara actually was living with a woman within the apartment complex. And there's some sources that say she still had her own apartment at the time. And some sources say that she had moved out of her apartment. She was living with this woman and the woman was also elderly. And so um, she, she ended up having an argument. She was staying with this lady. She ends up having an argument with the woman. The woman's like, at first, everything was fine. She's like, okay, you can stay here for a little bit. No big deal. Well, then she started to get tired of having Tamara in the same house. So she was like, Hey, I I'm, I'm letting you know that I'm, I no longer want you to live here. I'd like you to get your own place. And Tamara did not like that. And so she ended up, um, giving her a whole bunch of pills letting her fall asleep. And when she finally discovered that the woman had like passed out in the kitchen on the floor, she said that the woman was too fat. So this is not fat shaming. This is what she said. The woman was too fat. So she started hacking her up where she was. So apparently there's footage of this woman where you can actually see her going in and out of the apartment complex just she's got a pot where apparently she boiled some of the parts of the woman. I don't know if this was in an attempt to like 
come up with a way of disposing of the body or covering up the most distinguishable parts. Yeah. Covering up the most distinguishable parts, but there's some sources online that say that she actually ate the flesh and that she, in her interrogation, admitted that she used some of those parts as part of dark magic rituals, which is again, what they said, dark magic. Right. So the way she was discovered was interesting. So she hacks up this poor woman and she is carrying the parts all over the place, which was kind of like her MO. She would like hack people up and bury their parts all over the place. And she ended up getting to the torso. And I guess she just, I don't know if she gave (laughs) up or she just didn't like the parts. So she decides to put the torsos in a black garbage bag, drag it downstairs, put it in the garbage. And this couple is walking by one day with their dog. Their dog all of a sudden starts sniffing at this bag and like clawing at this bag. So they open up the bag to discover what's inside and there's a freaking human torso in there. And when the cops start doing some investigating to find out what's going on, they're checking cameras. They see this woman who's leaving the house multiple times with a pot and other bags and everything carrying, you know, suspicious things out. And when they finally got into the apartment and they... Um, read her diary, her diary. So she, one of the jobs she had was a linguist. So she's, she's obviously intelligent and she's very fluent. And they were really confused because each of the diary entries were in three different languages. Like from what I could read, it was exactly the same thing said three times in Russian, fluent German and fluent English. So that really, I guess, confused investigators. That was like a point that, that many of the sources brought up was that they were just confused investigators were confused why she wrote it three times and I guess this diary was sitting on top of those occult books which is one of the things that led them to believe that she was doing this for a ritualistic purpose and so she's just she's she's just been killing people well as they started to read further in her diary it turns out that she's charged with killing 11 plus people they think there's a possibility there's more up to 20 is what one source said, but that she's been killing people for 20 years and didn't get caught until she was elderly, like in her sixties. Yeah. And in a way, I think it's just because she wanted to be caught. She was ready to be caught. (laughs) She seemed very nonchalant about the whole thing. So if you actually go online, you can look up YouTube videos and in the YouTube videos, once she was caught, she was actually happy. She was happy. Matter of fact, she was very forthcoming with information, clapping her hands, clapping her (laughs) hands, blowing kisses to the press. So since then, they've actually said that, you know, this is, um, that this is schizophrenia, that she was schizophrenic and that was some of the stuff. So I just, I just think that it's very interesting that she was just saying, oh, I, I liked the lungs or I liked this piece because I was using it for my spells. And she had, I, one source said she had spells written in her diary and stuff like that. And part of the way that she got caught too was one of the spell books had pages written out and they were with the torso. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> they linked it to the book. <laughs> so that was actually the way that they connected her was they were like, oh, this, this book. And they started going through the book and the pages were ripped out. And sure enough, the same pages that were left with the body. And, it, and I think you're right. I think it was kind of like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I give up. Right. Yeah. 
it's crazy. I, it's hard to imagine such a small woman. She was pretty small, you mm-hmm. know, taking that many trips and carrying heavy pieces. I mean, I mean, that makes sense that she would drag the torso because it's the heaviest part, but like still out of all the other people that she has supposedly done this to, she hadn't drug any of them before. So yeah, I think she just, she either just got super lazy or just really didn't care. (laughs) You know what I was thinking? She drugged this person. Oh yeah. Obviously the drugs are in the tissue, right? And then she eats the tissue. How did she not just like pass out? Right. <laughs> How, did she get sleepy afterwards? And maybe that's why she drug it. Cause she drugged herself. So she didn't have the energy to carry the body. <laughs> I don't Perhaps, know. Maybe. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think that this is a cult, actual occult? No, I think no? it's just some crazy old lady. I well, think it's actual cult. You do? Well, and yeah. I saw other things. I think she was uh, she was obsessed with another serial killer that they, I can't remember his name, something, a ripper. And uh, one of the neighbors said that she, you know, she talked about this person all the time. And from the time that she was small, she would say that one day, just, you know, you wait, when I get older, I'm going to be um, famous. I'm going to be famous and everybody's going to know who I am. And the lady was like, I wish I would have written the, the lady's name down from her childhood, but she was like, you know, in a way, I think that she had been killing this whole time and she knew that one day she was going to get caught and she was going to be more popular than this other Ripper fellow. (laughs) But yeah, so I think it was copycat and she idolized this person and wanted to be like them. And maybe she dabbled in witchcraft, but I don't think that the killings had to do with it. (laughs) So one of the things for you to know as listeners is apparently this was a sensation an absolute sensation in Russia, but in the United States and other parts of the world, it was just kind of like a blip. So she is talked about on YouTube. There's quite a few YouTube videos. There's an entire book written about her. There's several articles, but the articles are all like pieced together from Lacking. Russian articles. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Russian translation, unless you've got somebody who's going to take the time, sit down and translate all of the Russian articles and then transfer them into a, an American article, you're not going to hear quite the same level. Yeah. Of well, and especially with her journal and stuff, it said that it was riddled with, uh, they say code because it went, it, it went back and forth between English, German, and Russian. It was never a consistent language written in her diary. It was just all, you know, sprinkled with different languages throughout. Oh, that might've been where there was confusion. Cause like when I read it, I read it as like each entry was in the three different languages. And I was yeah. like, well, that, I guess that would be confusing. Like, yeah. why would you take the time to write it in three different languages? But that makes sense. She was like all over the place. So they yes, had to get yeah. one person to do the German, one person to do the, well, they would know the Russian and then yeah. another person to do the English. Yeah. And then that piece makes it sense. together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So she, like I said, she was a sensation in Russia. This was, this was already like, I think that because a cult was already part of the whole, like it's an underlying part of the culture there in Russia. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it was partially a cult, but I don't think it was motivated by a cult I think that the occult was an added bonus that she, her like personal twist on it. Like I'm already into the occult. I'm, you know, I'm 
I'm going to use the, I might as well use the parts. Like, why would I put these to waste? So I'm already going to use the parts that I've already got. And, and Hey, I wonder what this tastes like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to have a little bit, um, and see what it's like. And then she would use them. So, I mean, waste, not what not, right. Do your thing. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, so I think that, that it was a cult, but I don't think that it was motivated by the occult. I don't think she was going out and killing people because she's like, oh, I need this ingredient for this spell. It's like toe of man or eye of newt. You know, I don't think right. she was like, I need a dead man's toe. It wasn't Dabbling. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was like bubble, bubble, toil and trouble or all right. of that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it was a cult. Um So a lot of these stories, like, obviously we talk about, you know, murder cases and we want to educate on whether or not stuff is actually related to witchcraft and stuff is not related to witchcraft. And this is one of the first stories that I think is legitimately related to witchcraft, but not motivated by witchcraft. And um, I just think that it's an interesting story. So uh, women serial killers are a lot fewer than male serial killers. And I did hear one source online say that the reason for that is because most people don't suspect a woman because mm-hmm. we've got our own stereotypes about what, what we're like and in society portrays women in a certain way, obviously as the nurturers and the caregivers and stuff like that. That's why it's always so much more sensationalized when you find out that some woman is a murderer. It's like, oh my God, like women aren't supposed to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, (laughs) equal opportunity. Women can murder too. Uh, I like it. Um, so, and especially like when you start looking at the numbers, um, one statistic that I heard was that men start men on average become serial killers around 27 and women at 34. So it's, I guess women, we just, we just wait later in life. Uh, we just give up. We're like, fuck this. I hate everybody. I mean, I can, I can relate to that. Um, I fucking hate everybody. I'm tired of dealing with the bullshit. I'm just going to start murdering some folks. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not going out. I don't want to murder anybody. Uh, Let me just, for legal reasons, let me just say, I do not want to murder anybody ever. My mom caught a mouse in the house once and I screamed when she started whacking it. Okay. I don't want to kill anything, but I can get, I can get behind the, I'm fed up with the bullshit, you know? Right. Um, so I, I can understand why women wait later in life. Yes. Plus who suspects the elderly old woman? Nobody. Of being a murderer. Like, uh, she's too frail. She can't carry a body. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that was my first thought. I was like, how, how was she doing this? How <laughs> I get tired after going up the stairs one time, she goes up and down the stairs repeatedly. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just can't even imagine. So I, I bring up the fact that women elderly women serial killers are rare. And the reason I bring it up is because when Lacey and I were doing um, research, we thought we had found the same person with two different names. So there's also a Sophia Zukova, who is also known as the Granny Ripper. And she's from Russia. And she was also a serial killer. So how in the heck did they get two elder? What are they doing in Russia to these poor women to have, you know, more 
elderly women serial killers than yep. you hear about <laughs> in any other country. And they both, I believe, are also referred to as Baba Yaga, as you know, both of them. I saw several things that said that um, Tamara was referred to as Babushka Yaga, mm -hmm. also Baba Yaga. Grandma Yaga, yaga. yeah. Um, and Granny Ripper. But there's yeah. a second person who's also referred to as Granny Ripper, and that is the Sophia Zukova. So if you guys go and go looking yep. and researching and finding more information, you're going to find. Make sure you pay attention. Yes. <laughs> They're both Granny Ripper. They're both. Well, one is Baba Yaga and the other one is Babushka Yaga. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so what's interesting is Sophia didn't kill as many people. She was a little bit older, but she actually killed children. They know of one child specifically. I think there was a teenager mm -hmm. and there was a dude. So she killed three people that they know of. There was uh, a seven-year-old girl, mm -hmm. a 52-year-old janitor. Now, she said, when they asked her why she killed the janitor, she said, well, he raped me. So why, what, what else could I do? <laughs> Fact. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one was her 77 year old friend. And the reason why she killed her is because they got in an argument over dirty dishes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the interesting thing about Sophia, the second granny ripper is that apparently she is very much like Baba Yaga. So we're going to actually cover Baba Yaga in a, in a different episode but apparently she liked to make sweet treats and meat treats that she would hand out to the children in the neighborhood that were made of human flesh yes <laughs> and apparently she had favorite parts of the bodies as well the lungs yeah the lungs were her favorite part she said it tasted the best yep <laughs> so do with that what you will. That information is out there. We accidentally found it. But the twist, the twist to the twist is that Sophia Zukova has never been tried. And the reason? She died of COVID in December before she could go to trial. Yep. So the COVID got her. COVID got her. <laughs> Took her out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were both cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, though, because oh, yeah. each one of them, like Sophia, actually, when she was arrested, she was happy to reenact how she cut up the bodies. Yes. So like on a dummy with a paper axe, you can find stuff online. She she was like cutting people up. Oh, yeah. Uh, like showing how she cut them up, how she cut the heads off, how she cut the rest of the body parts off. She's she's more of an axe murderer. Yeah. Literally Versus the other one. Yeah. She did yeah. use an ax. <laughs> yeah. The other yeah. one used whatever was available. So they, the I part believe of she the borrowed like a hacksaw from her neighbor years before they said, yeah, <laughs> yes. That's so crazy. So she borrowed it, never gave it back. And then well, was using it to cut up bodies years before knowing she would eventually use it for this purpose. I'm wondering if she used it almost immediately when she borrowed it. Right. And she still had I was gonna it. say, because that's like pre premeditated. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I need this tool. I'm just going to take it from my neighbor. Yeah. 
Yeah. For like five years down the line. <laughs> exactly. So I think you guys should let us know on Instagram what you think of this. Let us know if you do a little bit of investigating. If you're Slavic or Russian and you're familiar with this story and you have any interesting tidbits that we weren't able to share or find on the internet, please, please leave a comment and share that with us. That would be very exciting uh, to learn a little bit more information. And, and I would love to hear about the culture of occultism in Russia from an actual person who grew up in it and understands it and, and stuff like that. Like yeah. it's so mixed in. Um, that people, they weren't able to stamp out the occultism in, in, uh, in Russia. So, yeah. Yeah. I find it crazy that it's so widespread there that they will literally go to like a sorcerer before they would go to a doctor. It's crazy. And apparently it's like, I think I've been cursed by a witch in the neighborhood. So yes. you go to a sorcerer to get rid of whatever witch's curse. The witch killed my goat and you go to the sorcerer. And apparently it's so big that there's actually dudes. You know how like we have the 700 club and stuff like that that do like healing through the TV. They have that, but it's occultists. Right. It's not Christians <laughs> that are doing the healing. And there was recently I read there was a bill passed where the government is no longer allowing the occultists to go and like, sell their services through mass media. They're limited now, right. but now there's social media. You didn't stop them. Yeah. Now they'll just do like a Facebook live or something. Right. <laughs> oh, so it's not on the cable that I have to pay for whatever. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> can't stop. Won't stop. Can't keep a good witch down. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> do you have anything to add Lacey before we go? No, we covered, we covered it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Awesome. Well, all right, you guys, thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We love having you here. Head on over to whichever platform you listen on and leave a review. Join us every Friday for new weird and witchy content. Until next time, witches and witchlings, keep making magic.